Hello, and welcome to Vegetarians and Meat Lovers Split Table Recipes. I am your host, Julie Hogue, for this podcast. As a part of my holiday series, I'm going to talk about a quiche recipe and a bread recipe for Christmas. And I'm a cookbook author and a food blogger, so I have lots of recipes on my blog, juliehokewriter.com, and I have two cookbooks out, One Dish, Two Diets, and American Midwest Cooking Quiches. I talk about food. I talk about how to cook for a split table, and today's episode is about cooking for Christmas, Christmas morning. What is a good recipe for a family who or family and friends who are a split table where some of the people want meat and some want meatless. I'm going to share a recipe with you that makes that possible. It's very easy. No worries. (laughs) And I'm also going to share my rosemary onion focaccia bread recipe. This is so yummy. I love this bread too. It's so good. If your family is composed of vegetarians and meat eaters, It can be a challenge to cook, right? You don't want to be a short order cook. It's hard to do. The nice thing about my recipe is, you know, if you want it all vegetarian, you just leave the meat off, obviously. You want it full meat, just add full meat. It's very versatile. It's very easy. And it's easy to cook this way. You just have to be intentional and pay attention to what you're doing and plan ahead. And you can do it too. I have an exciting announcement. My One Dish, Two Diets, Recipes for the Hybrid Vegetarian and Meat-Eating Family is now available in hardcover. I'm so excited. It actually just went live today. Today is December 3rd, 2022. So I'm really excited that that went live. And now it's available in ebook, audiobook, which includes a copy of the ebook, in paperback, and in hardcover. And right now it's actually on sale in hardcover. It came out and it is, I think, 6% off right now. So right now you can get it for $27.17, which is 6% off the list price of $28.99. So it is a, it's coming out with a little bit of a sale as an initial launch day deal. So Check that out. I'll put the link to that down in the podcast notes so that you can check it out if you're interested in those types of recipes. There's about, let's see, I think there's 45 recipes in this book, 45 plus, and many of them are hybrid recipes. There's a few vegetarian ones in there and a few like holiday ones as little bonuses, but the main bulk of the book is how to cook for a family that is a split table. My family is this way, and I've been with my husband for many, many years, and so he's always eaten meat. So I've been cooking this way for, oh, geez, I don't know how long, too long, (laughs) since I was very young. So we're talking like decades here. (laughs) Okay, so I'm excited to share this holiday recipe with you. I'm calling it holiday because it, what I like about this recipe, it's, it's red and green. So it's got red vegetables and green vegetables. So it works really well for Christmas morning if you want to have some sort of warm egg dish for your family and friends who's ever at your house for Christmas morning. This is a great recipe. So this is, I call this a hybrid recipe. Now, what is a hybrid recipe? It's something I made up. It is a recipe that works for vegetarians and meat eaters. So in some way, it's it's appeases both diets 
and it's a hybrid. So I made that, uh, that term up and that's one I've used for many years now. And this is a hybrid sausage and vegetarian asparagus red pepper mushroom crust quiche. Okay. That's so yummy sounding, isn't it? Both vegetarians and meat lovers will love this. And it's filled with flavor and lots of healthy vegetables. So all that holiday eating is, uh, <laughs> can get to your waistline, right? So this is one that doesn't use many grains. In fact, I think it uses just a little bit of grains. So it's delicious as a leftover too, if you have any leftover. It's always a bonus for busy families, right? You could make this for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, but I'm posing to you to make it for Christmas morning. So you get the red and green and you get the protein and you just get a delicious quiche for your family on Christmas morning. Okay, so to prepare this, you're going to need to get all your ingredients, obviously. And what you're going to need is one small container of sliced mushrooms, and then you have to chop that into small pieces. So, you know, you could do that ahead of time if you want to. I have done that before, chop up all of them into like small pieces. So I find it best to start with the sliced mushrooms because they're already partially cut, right? So then the work of getting them into smaller pieces is less work than when you're using the whole mushrooms. One fourth cup finely chopped onion, one tablespoon chia seeds, one cup fresh whole wheat breadcrumbs. I like to use 100% whole wheat bread just because it just adds in more, more health and a healthful ingredient, make it a more better for you. (laughs) Let's just say it that way. Four tablespoons of butter, two cups of Colby and Monterey Jack shredded cheese, and four ounces of cream cheese softened. Six eggs, one cup skim milk, one half teaspoon salt, one half teaspoon ground marjoram. I don't know how to say that. (laughs) Marjoram? Maybe it's marjoram. Call me clueless. One half teaspoon ground thyme, one red pepper diced, one bunch asparagus tips, one tablespoon coconut oil, and one cup cooked ground sausage, if desired. And if you want to make it a full meat dish, just do two cups. Or completely omit it if you want it all vegetarian. Okay, so how are you going to make this? You're going to preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Add four tablespoons of butter to the frying pan. So yeah, it's got some butter. (laughs) Saute the mushrooms and onions and butter until they are tender. Obviously, the onions take longer than the mushrooms. So I always put the onions in first, cook those for a bit, and then add in the mushrooms. And while that's cooking, stirring occasionally, of course, I rub two slices of whole wheat bread together between my fingers to create one cup fresh bread crumbs. I have not found 100% whole wheat bread crumbs on the market anywhere. Maybe in some places they have it, but near me, I have not seen it, or maybe you have to go to a specialty market, but I just make my own, you know, just Take some whole wheat bread, 100% whole wheat, and just rub your hands together or you can make it yourself. So then you're going to remove the frying pan from the heat, the one that has the mushrooms and the onions and the butter. And you're going to add the one cup of fresh breadcrumbs and one tablespoon chia seeds and stir well. This is kind of thicken it up and make it into sort of like a, it's kind of like a paste a little bit, but this is going to serve as your crust. And this is a great crust because it's, it does have some carbs in it from the whole wheat bread, but it's not like a really heavy crust. It's not a pie crust. I like to use pie crust for some quiches or bread. So this is just does have a little bit of grains in it, but it's not as much. Grease a two-quart glass pan with one tablespoon coconut oil and press the mushroom mixture evenly into the bottom of the pan. In a separate bowl, you're going to scramble six eggs and add one cup of skim milk. Add the four ounces of softened cream cheese, 
one half teaspoon salt, one half teaspoon ground marjoram, and one half teaspoon ground thyme. Blend with a hand mixer for one to two minutes. Add diced red pepper, asparagus tips, and two cups of the Colby and Monterey Jack cheese, and stir. Okay, then you're going to pour the mixture over the mushroom crust mixture and spread it evenly. You can use a large spoon or something or a fork. Bake it at 350 degrees for 55 to 60 minutes. The quiche is done when a butter knife inserted in the center comes out clean. A little moisture on the knife is okay. Cool for 10 minutes before slicing. And this is just an attractive looking quiche. What I like about this one, like I said before, is the red and green, the red pepper and the asparagus, and just the golden color you get from the cheeses and the eggs. It's just really pretty looking and it's attractive. And we like to eat attractive food, right? Something looks delicious, you want to eat it. So it's nice that it can turn out looking good and attractive. So again, that's the hybrid sausage and vegetarian asparagus red pepper mushroom crust quiche. Woo, that's a long name, isn't it? I will put as much of the recipe down in the podcast notes that I can, but it is also from my One Dish, Two Diets cookbook, the one that just came out in hardcover today. And I'm going to share some deals with you with from my partner, Instacart. You can get free delivery on gifts for the home on your first Instacart order. Get decorations, candles, hosting essentials in as fast as an hour. Minimum $10 required, and there are terms to it. You can click on the link to find out what that is. It'll be down in my podcast notes. But if you are like finding, you know, all this shopping and, oh my gosh, you forgot to buy something, you're okay because you could do Instacart. Say you're going to a family member's and you're wanting to bring a host gift, but you forgot to get one. Try Instacart. It's perfect. It's easy. And you can pick something out and get it delivered. It'll save you if you forgot to do something or if you just don't want to go shopping in the stores. Sometimes you just don't even want to go, right? It's too busy. Maybe you don't want to expose yourself to anybody. You're worried about getting sick. You don't want to be around people. Hey, just try Instacart. And the other deal I'm going to share, these are these are through the 24th of December. The other thing they have is they have beauty gifts. So I'm going to put that down in the podcast notes too. And you can click through to find out more about that. But if you want to get a beauty gift for someone like eyeshadow palettes or serums, get more glowy go-tos in as fast as an hour. Free delivery on your first Instacart order. Minimum $10 required. Term supply. So check those out down in the podcast notes and they will help out your holiday shopping and make your life a bit easier. Okay, now I'm going to talk about the next recipe. Do you ever like to make bread? I really love to make bread. Homemade bread is just so fun. And it's interesting because I can buy a focaccia bread at a store and my family will eat it. But if I make it, they eat it even better. It's just something special to them about when you make something. It just makes it more fun and more special. So it's interesting to me when I will buy one. And, you know, there's a lot of great recipes out there, bakeries that make awesome focaccia breads. But I find that when I make it myself, my family eats it better. It's just kind of like they just love it. They just gobble it up. And it's just gone in no time, more so than if I were to buy one at a store. I don't know, maybe it's the mom made this factor, you know. <laughs> it just makes it more fun and delicious for them. And they're like, homemade, you know, they just, they like that. It's something special. It's something yummy. 
mom took time to make this and it's fun. I love to do it. And so along with this quiche, you could make this rosemary onion focaccia bread. I really like this recipe. I think it's really delicious. It does tend to get harder as the days go on. So it is best to eat it the first day, but I have eaten it days after and it's been okay. It just starts to get a little bit harder. So when it's fresh, it's the best, but that's often many things, right? A lot of things are best when they are fresh. That's just a fact of life, right? Okay, so rosemary onion focaccia bread. You're going to use one package of the active dry yeast, one and a half cups of warm water, two teaspoons of sugar, three and a half tablespoons of olive oil, three and a half cups of flour, one half cup diced onion, one tablespoon dried rosemary leaves, one teaspoon salt. So you're going to take a bowl and you're going to combine in the bowl the package of active dry yeast, the one and a half cups of warm water, and two teaspoons of sugar. You're going to stir that and you're going to let it sit for 10 to 15 minutes or more. That's what they call like, I don't know, feeding the yeast or whatever. So it kind of like activates it and giving it the sugar is what does that. So in a separate bowl, while that is sitting the 10 to 15 minutes, you're going to combine three and a half tablespoons of olive oil, three and a half cups of flour, one half cup diced onion, one tablespoon of dried rosemary leaves, one teaspoon salt, and add your yeast, water, and sugar mixture after the amount of time has passed for it to sit. And you're going to stir that. And I generally use my mixer and I use the mixer, that's the KitchenAid mixer, and it's got this nice dough hook adapter. And that's what you use, and that's what does your mixing for you. And it like needs it. You know, not like when you use your hands to knead something. You could use your hands if you want, but I tend to like to use the dough hook in my KitchenAid. It just works the best, I think, and it just really mixes it good. And I can do other things while the mixer is kneading the dough. Keep blending it until a dough ball forms. It may be sticky. That's okay. So then to prepare the pan, I use a 9 by 13 inch glass baking dish, a rectangular, of course, and I spread one tablespoon of olive oil in that pan. I usually use like a paper towel or something to just to spread it all over and make it get every little speck covered with oil. Then I flour my fingers because generally the dough is sticky. Flour your fingers and spread the dough in the pan until it's flush to all sides of the pan and try to get it as flat as you can. That can be kind of a challenge to get it all kind of uniform thickness. So just keep working with it, pressing it until it's about as flat as you can possibly get it. Then you're going to cover it, some sort of wrap, I don't know, tinfoil or press and seal or plastic wrap of some sort, saran wrap. And you're going to tightly cover that and let it sit in a warm place. Like I often just use the top of the stove because I often start preheating my oven. Instacart groceries delivered in as little as one hour. Free delivery on your first order, $35. Save yourself that trip to the market. Instacart delivers groceries in as fast as one hour. They connect you with personal shoppers in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite stores. Free delivery on your very first order over $35.
Following the link in the show notes lets Instacart know we sent you and help support our show. Multiple stores available. Shop all of your favorites on a single order. The products you love from your local stores. Hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences. Delivery to your door in as fast as one hour. Instacart highlights deals to help you save money. Don't we all want that? Find everything you usually buy and get smart suggestions for new items. Instacart picks the freshest produce and keeps your eggs safe too. Woohoo! Those are things I want. Try it out today. You will love it. In preparation to make the bread. So, you know, you're doing it a little ahead of time, but it's giving a little bit of heat to your bread. So I generally do that and just let it sit on top of the stove, the heated up stove. Okay, so then after letting it sit, Usually I do about a half hour to an hour. When I'm in a rush, I've actually done a half hour and it worked out fine. So I think either is okay. In my experience, a half hour or an hour has worked out fine. Then I take my finger, so take your finger, and you're going to poke the bread all over. So you're making these like little fingerprint indents all over the bread. As many as you want. I usually do quite a few. And then brush one tablespoon of olive oil across the top of the bread. Over top of the oil, sprinkle one tablespoon rosemary leaves, one teaspoon kosher salt, two teaspoons minced garlic, and you try to sprinkle it around as best you can and bake it at 375 degrees for about 30 to 35 minutes. Cook it until it's golden, of course. You know, watch it towards the end. Every oven is different. It's so good. (laughs) It's so delicious. So, and when you're done, you're going to have this nice looking bread. The rosemary leaves look nice. The indents on the bread from your finger look attractive. And then you've got these little nuggets of minced garlic, which are so good. And I love, (laughs) I personally love the bites of bread where I get the kosher salt. It's so good. It's so yummy. And this Bread is actually pretty good alongside an Italian meal as well. I've done that too, like a lasagna or pasta. Something that is Italian is delicious there too. The rosemary leaves are just, they're fun to flavor things with. They're just really tasty. They look attractive. I don't know. They just look nice somehow. You know, like, oh, there's some good yummy herbs there when you look at it. It's just yummy. I like how the onion is also embedded in this bread. It's just, it's tasty. It's really good. And it's really, it's fun to make. I made it recently and my family enjoyed it. We devoured it. It's just one of those fun things to make. Like I was saying earlier, making bread is just fun. I don't know why. (laughs) Maybe it's because, I don't know, the smell of it is good. When it first comes out of the oven, it's warm I always like to have it with a glass of wine, too. That's very delicious. If you're having it for an evening meal, it is very tasty with a glass of red wine. Add that into your Italian meal, and you've got your red wine, you've got your pasta dish, and your rosemary onion focaccia bread to go along with it. It's so good. It's so yummy. So what other holiday recipes are you thinking about this year? It's fun to try new ones, but don't, don't you feel like you just, you want to redo the same ones? That's kind of how I am. Like my 
go-to for Christmas is making the peanut blossoms because my family devours them. The, the peanut butter with the Hershey kiss in the middle. Like every year I'm like, oh, I'm going to try a new recipe. But then every year I'm like, but wait, everybody loves this recipe and you only make it once a year. So then I end up making the same recipes. <laughs> and it's hard to add in a new recipe because you're already so busy doing the traditional regular holiday cooking and baking that your family already loves. So I find that is my deal. And I think it's just fun though. I mean, food is so loaded with tradition and feelings and emotions because we remember eating them at certain holidays. We remember perhaps a person making it, a grandma, a mom, a dad. We just, those memories are so rich. And then we get the flavor of the food. I, I once wrote a story called Food Memories or something like that for Her View from Home which I've written several articles for. And it's true, though. I mean, think about it. There's so much memory in foods. And when you remake those recipes, your brain is like immediately taken somewhere. It's like the food ushers you to good memories. And it just even enriches that flavor and taste even more. Next time, next weekend, so this is how I'm going to do things for this podcast. Generally, I'll be releasing episodes on the weekends, whether it be Saturday or Sunday. So next weekend, I'm going to do Christmas cookies. And you can't go wrong with Christmas cookies, right? Everybody loves Christmas cookies. So we'll do a Christmas cookies in this part of my holiday series, of course. So in keeping with the Christmas theme, I would love to talk about cookies. And maybe I'll add in a meat recipe. I don't know. We'll see. Or it could just be a special cookie episode. I'll figure that out when the time comes, right? <laughs> I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you're enjoying my podcast. It is new. I've only been doing it for a very short time, but I would love it if you followed my podcast so that you get notifications on your phone whenever I post. I'm going to try to post most weeks. I'll probably take a break here and there, especially around Christmas time. But that's going to be my general plan. So you can expect episodes to come out on the weekends. And I would love a review from you. If you enjoy what I'm doing, enjoy what I'm creating here, I would love for you to leave me a review. It really will help me grow and it helps the podcast grow when reviews happen. So I hope that you enjoyed this. And don't forget to check out the Instacart deals down in the podcast notes. And those deals are good through December 24th. So if you find you're making a recipe and you're like, oh, no, I forgot to get something, they can come to the rescue for you and in as little as an hour, bring what you need to your house. I mean, how great is that? This is like, you know, you need a cup of sugar from the neighbor or something, right? <laughs> Which you still could do. But if you need something unusual or you just don't want to go to your neighbor's, Try Instacart. They'll bring what you need so that your plans to make whatever you had planned are not ruined. So check that out. And, and I hope that you're having a wonderful, amazing holiday season. It is so much fun to cook. Take time to cook and bake for and with your family. If your kids will cook with you, even better. Sometimes I can get mine to make some cookies with me. And one of my children actually really enjoys cooking. Well, two of them do. So Sometimes I can get them to do things and sometimes we'll do something really fun like make a family meal all together, all of us. 
And that was brought about by one of my kids who wanted to make pizzas once. So we all made pizzas together. It was really fun. And we've done it a couple of times. So everybody like has a job and everybody's prepping the meal and creating it together. And then we cook it and eat it. It's really fun. And it's something that we had never done before. So it's become a special fun thing that we do. So something to try with your family, maybe when they're off of school, even when you've got all these open days of when there's no school, if you have off as well, or just in the evening, take time to make food with your family. It's really fun. Okay, I want to thank you for listening to this. And I'm really excited that you're here and listen to this long to my recipes. Again, I'll put the recipes down in the podcast notes and links to my cookbooks and the Instacart. So check that out. And you have an amazing day. Take care. Instacart, groceries delivered in as little as one hour. Free delivery on your first order, $35. Save yourself that trip to the market. Instacart delivers groceries in as fast as one hour. They connect you with personal shoppers in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite stores. Free delivery on your very first order, over $35. Following the link in the show notes lets Instacart know we sent you and help support our show. Multiple stores available. Shop all of your favorites on a single order. The products you love from your local stores. Hand selected by shoppers based on your preferences. Delivery to your door in as fast as one hour. Instacart highlights deals to help you save money. Don't we all want that? Find everything you usually buy and get smart suggestions for new items. Instacart picks the freshest produce and keeps your eggs safe too. Woohoo! Those are things I want. Try it out today. You will love it.